Hey guys, welcome back to the Far Better Podcast. Glad that you're with us again for another week to study God's Word together. I have, for the last time this season, Tucker Wallace on the podcast with us today. Uh, Tucker works for the Gospel Broadcasting Network. He's on the Authentic Christian Podcast. Uh, He made a movie years ago called Meet Tucker, uh, where he talked about his conversion story and how he became a Christian. And so he's definitely been very involved in the work of the church, trying to get the gospel out to as many people as possible. And we're talking about wealth today, but before we do that, I'm going to throw it to him in just a second here for him to reveal what he kind of teased last week. But don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Scattered Abroad Network. We've got daily content. We've got monthly content. We've got weekly content. Uh, We have just about anything that you could be looking for from a podcast perspective. And if you like to watch the podcasts that we do on the joint podcast, you can find that on YouTube. And so if you just type in scatteredabroad.org or check the show notes, you'll find out how to get in contact with all of our podcasts and all of our other information. But we're really thankful that you're with us for another week. And Tucker, I'm going to turn it over to you to kind of uh, reveal what you teased. Hey, guys. Glad to be back again. Um, Yeah, my wife and I, Megan, we started a family vlog back over the summer. It's 2021 for the purpose of just trying to be real, be a light, and to focus on while we're here. And so, yeah, we started that, and we're really excited about it. It's been a really cool adventure. Um, Being able to grow different videos from that and different uh, T-shirts and different things. But Ultimately, we started a, it's called Homemade, the Wallace family, and the focus is faith, family, and small town living, and hoping it could be an encouragement to you. Yeah, and we will, um, we will put this um, in front of you uh, on the show notes as well. We'll do what we can to um, give the people that information so they can come and find your, Thanks, your vlog, as well as the Authentic Christian Podcast. We did that for Aaron, and yeah. uh, if I can get a link to your Meet Tucker, uh, we'll oh, put cool. that in there as well. Oh, so thank you. Uh, we're thankful for the opportunity we have to be together again to discuss um, another biblical topic, another biblical idea. Uh, we've, co- we've covered social media together. We covered this present life, and today we're talking about far better than focusing on wealth, yeah. and wealth has gotten a very bad rap, you know, it's been um, really treated improperly over the last several years uh, and really decades, actually. And the question that so many people want to know the answer to is, is it a sin to have money? No. <laughs> End of podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, but I mean, that's really, that's really what it is. It, it, no, it's not. Why is it not wrong to have money. I mean, what what's the reason that it's okay for people to have money? And sometimes people will say, well, you took a vow of poverty when you became a Christian. I don't recall that verse being anywhere in the New Testament. So, Tucker, would you expound a little bit upon the reason that it's okay to, to be able to have money? Yeah, I mean, that's how we buy things. It's how we, um, you know, go to the grocery store and we, we work. You know, so it kind of ties into two different things. When you go to work, you're earning a living, you know, Scripture talks about being working hard, um, that if you don't work, that you don't eat. Um, you know, it would kind of contradict Jesus when he talked about even paying your taxes. If we're not, if money's so evil, then when then we wouldn't have to do taxes. Um, you know, there's definitely a right and wrong way of handling money. And I guess this might be jumping the question, but really, the, the you know, it's the root. Uh, it's the love of money. It's the root of all evil. It's not that the fact that having money is wrong, but it's, it's if, if you're seeking it as an idol and you just want to get more and more, then that is when it becomes a sin, when you're putting it above God, uh, above your trust in God, above your assurance, because you're trusting this uh, thing that will just disappear in an instant. 
um, over God. So yeah, that's what I would that's what I would say at least to answer that quick question. Well, you know, you you think about money, and it's a tool. I, I mean, look, people aren't ignorant to the fact that the only way that they're able to hear this podcast is somebody had to spend some money to do it. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, the, the scattered abroad network. What we do requires money. What GBN does requires money. Um, Even the authentic Christian being a part of GBN, money had to be spent to make sure that a program like that can be done. Now, you can go too far. You can be in excess. You can, um, you know, and and, and I always think it's strange how some people view money because I think if we're doing the work of the church, there's no cost that's too high. Obviously, there gets to a point where it's like, do we really need to have a private jet? You know, if we're doing oh, this one thing, you know, obviously not. But I don't think it'd be wrong for, you know, like what GBN has been doing for several years now, where they're trying to put an effort into certain programs and materials. That takes money. That takes effort. You, you can't just basically yeah. say, hey, I don't know, throw a painting on a wall and let's see what happens. You got to have a set and you need yeah. to try to build that set. Now, I can speak to this having worked at GBN, though. GBN doesn't just frivolously go and get stuff. They take their time. They make sure that they're putting an effort in so that when they do build something, it can be utilized for a long, long time. Oh, totally. They're not in the business of just ripping out sets every single month like most TV studios would do. They, They just know that that's not affordable. Same with the Scattered Abroad Network. We need to spend money to be able to do these programs, to do these podcasts, but just because the latest and greatest piece of technology comes out doesn't mean the Scattered Abroad Network is going to say, you know what, uh, maybe we should get that, you know, just to have it. Money is a tool. It is necessary. It needs to be done. But there is nothing sinful about having money. Right. It doesn't say that, you know, having money is the root of all evil or wanting to be wealthy and well off financially is the root of all evil. It's talking about the love of money. And that's really our second question here, which is, when does wealth go too far? At what point, and we could speak about this, just I'll do it generically um, from a sense of a network's perspective. Wealth can go too far when the network is no longer focusing on the message and Mm -hmm. they're focusing on the money. Right. And, And if that's what we do, it is a very, very difficult, difficult thing to get over yeah if if you're not careful if it becomes more about the financial side and not the message you have a problem i've heard of people before i've heard i've heard people before that have said we don't have the money to do this but the lord will provide Mm -hmm. and that's that's a mentality that i think a lot of people can have and should have i don't think that that means that we should just jump into a bunch of projects we can't afford to do but if there's a good work if there's a work that has value Trust that God will find a way to make it work. Yeah. But Tucker, why don't you talk a little bit about uh, some of the um, wealth, the problem. I'm, I'm getting tongue-tied. Some of the problems with wealth and when it can go too far. Yeah. I think, you know, these last three episodes, there's a thread, and it really is, you know, whether it comes to how we use our life, like the time that we have, how we use our social media, and how we use our money, whether it's a little bit or a lot of it. It's all about being a steward of it and how we manage that and, and use the best, um, use it to the best of our ability. You know, Hebrews 13, five says, keep your life free from love of money. Now, it doesn't say from money, but the love of money and be content with what you have. For he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And then in verse six, it says, so we can, so we can confidently say the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can, what can man do to me? And I think that kind of parallels also with Matthew six, 
Um, you know, I won't read all of it. Matthew six, twenty five through thirty four, you know, don't be anxious about your life, you know, what you're gonna eat and what you're gonna wear and you know, um I wrote a little quote down and it's like, you know, you're never defined by a dollar sign because I mean, even because one poor man who was you know, because one man who was poor was rich spiritually, he changed the world. And I'm referencing Jesus. I mean, you know, in Matthew eight twenty, let me get that pulled up. Matthew eight twenty, he talked. Jesus said to him, "Foxes have, foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head." And so, even Jesus, you know, he was poor. Um, you know, he came from a poor family, but he changed the world. So it doesn't matter how much money you have; you can change the world with whatever dollar sign you have in your pocket. I do, I do believe that God's going to take care of you, based on what we see in Matthew six, um, that He's going to look after you. Now, there, the danger is is that we see a lot of the prosperity gospel out there saying, if you follow God, then he's going to give you all the money you want. You know, I even saw a TikTok saying how it said that how this is the Holy Spirit helped me make like 40 grand. And, it, and if you want to know where the money is, go to the one who knows where the money is. And I'm like, well, that's really a warped mindset. Right. Um, it's pretty crazy. But, you know, this could go back to what we talked about in the previous episode, like at the the pride of life and the lust of the eyes and the flesh and the pride of life in first John two sixteen. Um, so can it go too far? Definitely. Um, can you use your money to help, uh, whether it be at a studio or, um, in your small town or even for your family, can you overdo it? Can you over, can you take it too far? Totally. But can you actually, you know, one of the cool things is knowing when you're doing your best to wisely use the money God's given you and say, I could have done this, but I want to use this wisely. And then trusting God with that. And you'd be surprised. You never know. You know, you're not, we're not promised wealth. Um, we're, we are promised that the creator of the universe has got our backs. And so right. that's pretty sweet. Um, and so, uh, yeah, don't worry about the dollar sign. Just give it your best. Trust God. Ask, you know, if you're struggling, just ask for help. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say don't pray for money. Like, God, yeah. I'm struggling. I need, I need this or I need that. And just see how he takes care of you. Um, because we can go to our father and ask for help. Um, but don't, you know, don't think a Lamborghini is going to pop back up. Yeah. But, um, well, yeah. you, you think about Ecclesiastes chapter two, we, we mentioned this with the present life. We talked about Solomon. Now, yeah. as we think about wealth, Solomon in Ecclesiastes two and verses four through six said that he made his works great, built himself houses, planted vineyards, made gardens and orchids and orchards and planted all kinds of fruit trees in them. And then he made his own watering system. He made pools of water to water the growing trees of the grove. And he's done all of that. And here's the interesting thing. He gathered all of the silver and gold and the special treasures of kings and of provinces, verse 8. Uh, he acquired male and female singers, delights of sons of men, uh, musical instruments of all kind. And he says, I became great, verse 9. And I excelled more than all who were before me in Jerusalem. And he says, kind of like, a, you know, icing on top of the cake here, my wisdom remained with me. Hmm. I didn't lose my wisdom either. And he says, whatever my eyes desired, I didn't keep from them. Look, I've been on vacation before, and I've told my wife, whatever you want. <laughs> and I mean it. We're going to go crazy this week. If you want it, we're going to get it. <laughs> I can't do that every day. I can't I can't just do that. And that's what Solomon's basically saying here is if I saw it and I wanted it, I bought it. I got it. I acquired it. I did not withhold from my heart any pleasure, for my heart rejoiced in all my labor, and this was my reward for all my labor. Then he says, But I looked at everything that I had done. Yeah. All the money, all the wealth, and it was vanity. Yeah. It was worthless. 
that word there in the in the Hebrew vanity basically just means empty. It means worthless. There's no benefit to it at all. And that gives me, you know, first time I read it, kind of some heart palpitations a little bit because <laughs> you mean to tell me that all of the stuff that I have is meaningless? You mean to tell me the office that I've got all of my technology in and all of the stuff that we're using today to do this podcast is worthless? No, it wasn't. It had a dollar amount to it. It had a do- I had to pay for that. Somebody yeah. had to buy that stuff. It wasn't cheap. Yeah. Solomon says it, it's worthless compared to what you really need to have. Yeah. It isn't what's important. And when I realize that, then I can truly have the understanding of wealth and my wealth and what I have won't go too far. There's nothing wrong with someone being financially stable. We're both in the business of depending upon the good support of individuals who are willing to donate their money, both congregation and individually, to the works that we're involved in. If that was a sin to have wealth, then we would have to start refusing the money that is sent to be able to, you know, uh, what's the right word here? Push those works further. Yeah. That's not a sin. No. It's a sin when it goes too far. Yeah, I agree. Now, the last question we have here is how do we properly use the wealth that we've been given by God? And this is an interesting one. I, I need to set it up a little bit more because you and I, and we're not going to do this, but if we were to pull our bank accounts up, they might not look the same. One might look drastically different than the other. Maybe they are almost identical. But if I were to ask the average church family, you know, if we actually did this, and thankfully we, we don't do this kind of thing, but yeah. if I were to say, raise your hand if you've got over $30,000 in the bank, not everybody's hand's going to go up. We could keep going up to and say, raise your hand if you've got $100,000 in the bank somewhere or in savings or whatever you call it, stocks, I don't know. Yeah. Not everybody's hand's going to go up. Raise your hand if you've got a million-dollar net worth. If we did that, people's hands would start going down, yeah. and we might find someone with a million-dollar net worth, but we might not either. Yeah. And so the the problem with using the wealth that we've been given is going back to understanding that I'm wealthy if I have 10 bucks in my account. Yeah. I'm wealthy if I have $300,000 in my account. Yeah. The amount of money is not what makes me wealthy, but with that wealth comes responsibility. Yeah. How do I properly use the wealth that I've been given by God? I mean... <clears throat> Spiritually speaking, I mean, if you have Jesus, you're the richest person in the world. doesn't matter what your dollar sign is in your account. But I go to 1 Corinthians 4, 2, um, you know, starting in verse 1. This is how one should regard us as, as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Verse 2, moreover, it is required of stewards that they be found faithful. You know, I Googled that word steward just to double check, and it's just like someone that's responsible of someone else's uh, could be financial assets and different things. So right. it's like, you know, how, how are we going to be responsible with, um, what God has given us. And we might say, well, I earned this. And it's like, well, no, no, you didn't. I mean, yes, you, you earned it, but God's the one that's putting the breath in your lungs. But how do we properly use the wealth that, or whatever we've been given by God wealth? I mean, we have to ask that each of us have to ask that question of, do I really need to spend this? Like, you know, especially like, you know, for as a husband, I'm, you know, I, I'm married to Meg and I'm father to little Dirks. You know, if I'm doing something that's costing us a lot of money and it's actually hurting us, then I need to check myself, you know, um, when it comes to work or any other thing we do, we want to be able to use, like, how can we wisely use this money, um, that to be able to glorify God with, um, and you know, everybody can justify, well, we need this piece of equipment or we need this, uh, truck or different things. But, 
you know, I think each of us have to ask that. It's a judgment call in a sense of, you know, am I using this the best way I could? Can I use it wiser? Or and maybe I'm blowing a lot of money and it's actually affecting work or it's affecting family or anything. I think you can apply those principles to all different kind of things. But I think, you know, scripture tells us to be content. And it's pretty cool when you just say, if you just have a cup of coffee, you're like, you know what? Even if I was a millionaire or not, and I'm definitely not, um, that I can just enjoy this cup of coffee and say, God, thank you for today. And just being thankful for just waking up and then anything else that happens that you're gifted with, like whether it be food on your plate or clothes on your back, then it's just a blessing. And when you start counting your blessings on your hands, um, you'll need more hands and toes because you can't, I mean, you can't count everything. And when you do, it'll start humbling you to realize like God's got my back. I mean, the creator of the universe tells us in Matthew six, like he's going to take care of you. Yeah. And, and, you know, even his son, God's son, Jesus, you know, um, you know, he was poor. He grew up in a poor family, but God took care of him. You know, he was rich in many other different ways, maybe right. not wealthy. And I guess in the sense of, you know, if we have a lot of wealth or not, no matter what wealth we have, let's just be responsible with it and trust God. And whatever it is, you know, if both of our works crash, I'm at a peace in my mind that whatever happens with any of our jobs, you know, no matter where you are on the planet, uh, you know, we're, no matter where you are on the earth, if something happens to your job, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Because if we trust God, he's going to take care of us. That's right. And if you're listening to this and you're struggling with money, you're dealing with difficulties with that, uh, certainly I would think that Tucker and I would both admit that we've had our own struggles with that financially oh, at times. Totally. We've, we've made bad decisions. Totally. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't always uh, agree with every single thing with the people that I, I promote, but if you're looking for a place to get started – to kind of chew out some debt and get rid of it. You know what I'm going to say. The guy's name's Dave Ramsey. I mean, everybody's heard about him at least once. And his method of getting rid of debt does work. Um, beyond that, it's really about changing your behavior. That's that's what it's all about. And so if I can yeah. change my behavior toward wealth, I will eventually, I, I believe, find up, a, wake up one day, I should say, and realize I am wealthy. Yeah. And I may only have a dollar to my name, but yeah. I am wealthy. There's yeah. so much that I have. And if all I had on this earth was Jesus, I yeah. would be the richest person on Amen. the earth. And everybody else could be just as rich as I am if they have Jesus. Yeah, Tucker, thanks so much for being on these last three weeks. I really appreciate it. Thanks, man. And uh, we're going to plug your stuff in the show notes. And so thanks. if you're interested in following up with Tucker some more, uh, look down to the show notes now. But until next week, when we're back again, let's please God now so our eternity is far better. What's up, guys? It's Caleb and Michael over here from the Scattered Abroad Network, and we just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we're so thankful to the East Hill Church of Christ for overseeing this network, and we're grateful to God for this opportunity. And don't forget, you can check out our show notes below for all of our social media links, email address, website, and we have a monthly newsletter, so don't forget to sign up for that. Please remember to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you use, And please continue to keep our network in your prayers. As always, thank you again so much for listening. Be ready tomorrow. We have brand new content coming out here on the SAN. Thanks so much, and God bless.